0: Hello, this is Morning with AMs, and today we are going to be discussing the book Ankle Blood by Truman Capote. For the podcast, first I'm going to sort of explain what goes on in the book Ankle Blood, and then I'm going to try and decipher why Capote used the writing style that he did throughout the book. Okay, so basically to do a timeline of the book, not from the first chapter to the ending chapter, but more of the timeline of how all the events happened. There is these two guys, Dick and Perry. They're they're the people that murder the clutter family, which we'll talk about in a second. But first there's this guy named Dick and he's in he's in jail and he has a cellmate and this cellmate kind of tells him, like just as a joke, you know, they're just kind of explaining their lives and talks to him about how he used to work for a very rich family, which is the Clutters, and he worked for Mr. Clutter on his ranch. When he tells Dick all this, Dick, which his cellmate thinks is jokingly, says that he, whenever he gets out of prison that he wants to murder this family and, you know, he wants to get all this money from the family. His cellmate, this whole time, just thinks it's a joke, and so he kind of goes on with his life. Then Dick's up ends up getting another cellmate named Perry, and they end up becoming pretty good friends, and, you know, Dick kind of says the same things to Perry and just says that he had another cellmate um, that, you know, kind of told them all this stuff. And Perry, like, seems interested, but kind of the same thing. He kind of takes it as a joke. Perry had a rough childhood, so although he has had a life in crime he's not really a bad heart it's soul or at least that's the way capote kind of puts it out in the book then we kind of get introduced to the clutters which are just a smart family they have a daughter and a son and the daughter is very intelligent you know and has a very both kids have a bright future And Mrs. Clutter explained in the book is that Mrs. Clutter has gone through some depression after giving birth to her latest kid, which doesn't really get furthermore mentioned in the book. So then we kind of get brought to what actually happened at the murder, which doesn't really get fully explained, which I'll kind of talk about why I personally think Capote did this in the book, but it kind of starts out with just describing Dick and Perry, you know, they're at Dick's mom's house, and, you know, the mom doesn't really think anything of it. They're acting pretty normal, um, as she said, but then they kind of leave for the night, and as Capote describes, they're just getting some random stuff that kind of, you know, makes the reader think that it's going to probably lead to a murder, and eventually it ends up leading to a murder. They come to the house And it's not really explained what happens. All we know is that the family was murdered and, you know, that's kind of it. Later in the book, it is figured out that they, you know, they were looking for a safe, which they ended up not finding. And they only left the house with $54. So they killed four people of this family for $54. And it's explained why they couldn't find any money is because Mr. Clutter likes to do all of his money business on paper. Then we kind of skip to talking about what happens after this. So Dick and Perry um, were eventually, like, when discussing the murder, they were thinking about going to Mexico straight after, which they actually ended up doing. But once they get to Mexico, they realize that they have no money and nothing, and so they decide we have to go back, like, and so they come back, and during all of this, um, Dick's old cellmate ends up actually hearing about this incident on the radio, and, like, ends up, like, telling people, you know, hey, I actually know who did this, I was cellmates with him, I didn't think that he was actually gonna do it, that's why I never reported any of this, but it ends up actually, like, coming out that what uh dick cellmate is saying is true and so detectives find dick and perry and they're brought to prison and you know further questioned and kind of asked all these things you know why did you do this or stuff like that you know did you do this and everything's going fine and they actually end up giving given the death penalty and so Then you know, it kind of the book just doesn't really explain it much more. That's kind of just like what happened to them. But then the book ends in this very weird way, which I'm going to try and analyze why this was done. But it kind of just goes back to life where the Clutter family lived and explains how everything just goes on as usual, just kind of before it was, but without the Clutters. Um, so. There's definitely some things to analyze here and why or and how Capote wrote this book, which I'm going to try and explain. So first I want to try and kind of talk about Capote's writing style. Personally, for me, it was sort of weird. If you haven't read the book, it's sort of like... He has really detailed sentences and they're gone on for a really long time, like really really long sentences that never actually like mean anything to the rest of the book. These run-on sentences are definitely, are, they're not necessarily run-ons, he uses them well and he does it where it is grammatically correct, it's just a weird way of writing. And I think this could definitely be considered a writing style, but for me personally, and I hate to say this about such a well-known, praised book that's, you know, so old, which I appreciate the book because it really started, um, you know, books kind of talking about true crime and everything like that. But the only thing is, is I just didn't really like his writing style personally through this book. I think in other books, he's definitely switched up his writing style and done it a bit differently. But him sort of doing all this really makes it confusing for the brain, at least for me. It was a lot of information to take in and sort of dissect. And it's like, during books, I'm usually trying to keep all this information in my mind. But, you know, when I have all this information that I think, you know, may come up, in the rest of the book and then I'm just keeping it in my mind kind of for nothing it's it's just it's hard to keep all that information for me personally but I mean I, th- I think some people might like it being able to visual stuff personally I just it wasn't um beneficial for me and it wasn't beneficial for my reading experience but I do understand why he could have done this like I said, for points of visual for people that are do like to read, but also like visual aspects of things, or for the instance of this is just how he thinks personally. Maybe he actually went to the town where the clutters lived and wanted to sh- share this information with the reader. Um, but yes, another thing that I kind of want to talk about is his sort of love or Capote's like love for Perry, it feels like. Because throughout the book, Capote kind of has a lot of biases in this book. One of those being his love for Perry. And personally for me, it made me feel bad for Perry also, even though he killed this family of four. Or four. And I sort of actually liked this bias because it definitely gave the reader a different look on people who do such horrible things like this and kind of their reasoning behind it and I know personally whenever explaining the book to people I definitely have a bias towards Perry and I feel bad for him and I kind of tell people that I'm like I love Perry like oh poor Perry like I'm so sad he died then you have to kind of take a step back and realize that the author does have this huge bias in there And it definitely persuades the reader, especially, or I guess just talking for myself, it persuaded me. And like I said, I'm fine with biases in books, but I just want to kind of bring that to people's attention of how that is there and kind of, you know, also trying to take a second back and focus on these like things that are brought up in the book and shown in the book that are definitely, you know, different than other books a big thing that I think was probably the weirdest in the book to me was definitely the ending it was just it was very confusing on how it ended here's the thing personally for the book if if I was the writer I probably would have ended it just after them getting after Dick and Perry being um put to the death penalty that's just how I would have ended it And Capote definitely took a whole different twist on things, something that is not shown in books a lot, kind of showing that unhappy ending you don't really want to know, or not even necessarily unhappy, more of just the bare reality, which books for me are an escape and, you know, feeling this such high reality in the book really just like set me back and realized this is a true story. Like, this isn't just a book. This isn't just a normal true crime book that, you know, I read. This is like a a real story that really, really happened. And I also think it's weird because it shows the actual reality of how deaths work in life. And although they can be very sad, everyone lives their life. Everyone continues to live. And these people are just gone and just Reality shown in a book is definitely different than I've seen in other books, which I think is interesting because Capote in this book definitely broke down a lot of walls that are even in books written in his time and even books that are written now don't really show this. They don't really show this true reality because it's something that people don't usually like to see. It's something that's just unsettling and not in the way that, you know, crime stories are unsettling. In a way of just being brought very fastly back into reality. In conclusion, I really, I mean, I enjoyed the book. It was definitely a good read and it kept me on my toes for the reason of I thought I was going to figure out what actually happened at the murder, which didn't end up happening, which I was disappointed by. Personally, I would not recommend this book to anyone because I just didn't really enjoy it that much. It felt like I was sort of reading it for school. Not, it wasn't sort of like a, a fun read. Although it did have these very interesting aspects to it, I just personally wouldn't recommend it. I, I would tell people, you know, the bare minimum about the book and why I personally wouldn't recommend it, but. I think if you're interested in the book and wanting to read it, I would just listen to a summary, kind of feel it out, tell if you want to read it or not, and definitely figure out his writing style in this book in particular In other books. Capote does write in very different ways, but yeah, I would just honestly feel it out. Well, thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope this kind of helped. If you've read the book, kind of want to clear it up. Or if you're deciding if you want to read the book or really just not even reading the book. Maybe you're just listening to this to help you with the school assignment. Whatever it is, thank you for listening. And I hope this helped you with, I'm just going to end this Capote style and leave you hanging.